Welcome to the Boost Podcast with Kelly Leonard. The podcast providing you with immediate access to tools, tips, and tactics to boost your business success, build your brand, optimize relationships, obtain more leads, secure thought leadership space, and tap into new markets. It's the Boost Podcast. And now, here's Kelly Leonard. Hello, and welcome back to the Boost Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Leonard. Today's episode features Raquel Slowinski. Raquel is a financial educator, investment advisor, and CEO with World Financial Group and Transamerica Financial Advisors, where she has helped thousands of people to understand more about how money works and plan their financial futures properly. As one of those thousands that Raquel has served, I'm overjoyed to bring this conversation to close out the year and to prepare you for what's ahead in 2021. The part of Boost Raquel covers during our conversation is optimize relationships with people and with your money. With people is how she built her financial services business. Raquel recognizes that without relationships and caring for others, it would be very difficult to help people financially. Hey, Raquel, welcome to the Boost podcast. Hi, Kelly. Nice to be here. Yes, I am so excited because I, I feel like in this conversation, I'm going to share with the listening community a little piece of me because quiet as kept, Raquel is my family's financial advisor. And so I am just like grinning from ear to ear to share her brilliance with those of you that will be listening in today. So Raquel, for the folks who do not know who you are, give a little glimpse as to who you are, the work that you do, and how you serve family individuals and families, actually. Okay. Thank you, Kelly. Well, uh, my name is Raquel Ramlal Slowinski. I have been in the financial industry for 20 years now. And, you know, uh, my entire career, it has been focused on helping people understand how money works. You know, very soon coming into the business, I realized that people make very good money, but a lot of times they don't know what to do with it, right? And so, what we do is not just financial advising, but also a lot of financial education. And so not only do we sit down with businesses and families and individuals and help them understand how to protect their family better or how to save money better, but we also do free financial education workshops. And we have done these at many different places. And we teach people literally from budgeting all the way to estate planning. And I'll tell you, it is really fulfilling to sit with a family or sit with an individual and be able to, you know, help them uh, make changes in their lives that they wanted to do, but just didn't know how to do before. It's awesome. Yeah. And I know through the years, gosh, I can't even remember how long you've been supporting our family, but I know every time I connect with you, I learn something more and you've totally sort of changed, you know, shifted my paradigm and the way my approach to money and just how to really accumulate wealth. And so I would love for you to share people because we're at a unique time, you know, with it being year end and, and we are strategically going to publish this episode of the podcast before the year end. And so I would love if you could just share, like, what would you say are maybe the top three or so tips that folks should be thinking about either to close the year or to start their year? 
you know, I have a lot of things, but I'll try to sum sum it up into, you know, three or five. (laughs) So first is, you know, create a budget. You know, there's so many people, Kelly, that they just, you know, get a job or they start a business, they start earning money and they pay the bills, but they never actually really have a budget. So create a budget. Or if you have a budget, revise that budget. I think one of the things that coronavirus COVID-19 has taught us is we can live without a lot of the things we thought we couldn't live without, right? And revise that budget to really understand what it looks like today. The second thing is review your insurances, your investments. You know, a lot of times we set it and forget it. And things like insurances or investments, IRAs, 401ks, those kinds of things, it's not really good to set it and forget it. You know, uh, we should be reviewing that. The third thing is look at your goals that you set. I'm sure coming into 2020, many people set financial goals. And I know that 2020 posed its own financial challenges amongst other challenges. Mm-hmm. So maybe this year you didn't quite get there because of COVID-19. But maybe it's not because of COVID-19. Maybe you just forgot those goals. So review them. See where you are today. Are you behind? Are you ahead? Are you nowhere? And start setting some goals for 2021 realistic goals, goals of simple things like having an emergency fund or getting rid of bad debt, increasing your savings, those kinds of things. Fourth, I would say meet with a financial professional. Most people never meet with a financial professional because they believe they either need to have a lot of money before they can talk to anyone or they need to pay a lot of money to someone to give them advice. And yes, that is true in many occasions, Kelly. But, you know, there are many companies like the one I'm with, the organization I'm with, where neither is true. You know, we'll sit down with people who literally are drowning in debt and help them to be able to, you know, um, get hold of that and then finally start saving some money, as well as the people who have a lot of money or the people who have a little money. But I think many people never go see a financial professional because they just feel there's a stigma. And I don't blame them because, you know, a lot of financial institutions, you have to have a lot of money before you can sit down with someone. However, that's not the case always. And we should seek out people that can really help us, give us ideas. You know, as you were talking, Kelly, about our relationship over, I know it's over 10 years or at least about 10 years because you were at our wedding, right? Yes, yes. (laughs) So, um, and I've been married for eight years, so I think it's about 10 years. But, you know, meet with someone. Get a a financial checkup. Get a second opinion. You know, our financial health is as important as our real health. And then the final thing, number five, is get educated. You know, it is time that we really start learning how money works because, you know, the, the truths that used to be, the pensions and the security of Social Security may not be for long. And so we really need to get educated. We need to understand how our money works. And um, so those are the five things, Kelly, I would say that to, to keep it simple would be good things to do as we close out the year and begin, you know, another another um, hopefully COVID-free year going into 2021. 
Awesome. This was, you know, it's so funny. As you were sharing these, I was like, oh, my gosh, yes, it all makes sense. And especially, you know, when you mentioned about the whole set it and forget it, and especially now, you know, it's open enrollment for a lot of people in their companies. And so it's like, okay, make smarter decisions going into open enrollment, knowing the right questions to ask. I know you have been such an incredible resource for Jerome and I as we um, have engaged in open enrollment discussions and how to maximize not only our employer benefits, but then also working alongside you. And then as you mentioned the whole insurance and COVID piece, I know for me personally, you know, as I reflect on just the devastation that COVID has had on a lot of households, not only financially, but also from a health perspective. And I know I just owe you such a tremendous debt of gratitude because, you know, I know when I look around at the different people who perhaps are getting COVID and we don't know what the health implications are longer term around COVID. And I know for me personally, I am so one of the things that I'm like, oh my gosh, thank God that Raquel encouraged us to invest in certain insurances because who would have thunk that you would, you know, over time as we get older, you know, we have pre-existing conditions that then would potentially have disqualified us from being able to use insurance as a instrument for wealth. And so, you know, I just want to encourage people to be very proactive in thinking about how the decisions that we're making today um, can actually detrimentally impact, or not even the decisions that we're making, the decisions that we're not making today could detrimentally impact our ability to create wealth and build legacy for our children and our children's children. So, I mean, I would love for you to speak um, just around how insurance as a potential vehicle to help us to create wealth in our families. Absolutely. You know, insurance is probably one of the areas that we are the least educated. And let's face it, insurance is not a sexy topic. Okay. So it's not a fun topic. Nobody ever wants to think about ever needing health insurance or disability insurance or life insurance, right? Because then that means something bad has happened or, or long-term care as well. But it is one of those things that we need to make sure we have taken care of. And, you know, there's two key points I want to say here, Kelly. Number one is that we we cannot just depend on what we have with our employers. Mm. We're thankful if our employers offer anything, but we cannot depend on it. And the reason why is because we don't have job security. So if we don't have job security, then those things are not guaranteed either. And what happens if we were to lose our job and then now we have developed a health issue and we cannot get anything outside, right? So, and also, it may also not be enough in many cases. You know, you may have 100000 you may have 200000 on your job, but is that really enough to be able to pay off your debt if something were to happen to you? Is it enough to replace your income? you should look at replacing at least 10 years of your income, annual income. Uh, is it enough to pay off the mortgage? And is it enough to send your kids to the college the way you want to send them to college? So, you know, we really need to look at having some sort of, especially life insurance outside of our employer. So that's the first thing I want to say. The second thing is we need to start thinking of insurance differently. 
because most of us think about insurance, life insurance, just to protect against death or in the event of death. But there is actually tremendous tax benefits of building wealth inside of life insurance that the wealthy take a lot of advantage of, but most of middle America today have no idea about. You know, um, I think it's been in the news a lot more lately about, you know, um, sports coaches and those kinds of things who are using now cash value life insurance to build wealth tax free instead of the traditional tax deferred plans that are out there. So, yeah, there's tremendous benefit in really looking at insurance, the type of insurance you have, the amount of insurance, and what do you really want that use to be? And, you know, also, Kelly, as we're talking about life insurance, I cannot neglect talking about long-term care because, you know, typically when we're young, we need life insurance to protect our kids, right? Or protect our spouse. But when we're older, maybe we don't need it, but what we do need is long-term care. Mm-hmm. And so there are, you know, there are many different, the life insurance world has evolved, just like the health insurance world, just like the technology world, just like any other world right now, um, the, health, the life insurance world has evolved. And so you could actually use the same life insurance policy that you use to protect your kids in the event you die too soon to be able to provide you long-term care in the event you live too long. So it has become very versatile. Uh, There's living benefits. It's actually really evolved and can be very useful to us. And it's not something typically offered through employers. So then again, we have to meet with a financial professional for them to even start those discussions with us. Awesome. Raquel, I know we're at the end of our time. And I just, you know, I always walk away from our conversations refreshed and excited because I feel like my family is well taken care of, that we're secure. And more importantly, we have a plan, a retirement plan in place um, that hopefully our our money will outlive us. And again, not to say that money is everything, but certainly um, it's helpful to know. And it's just reassuring to know that we're responsible with the money that we've been given um, to invest it in a way where it is Um, better positioning to not only take care of ourselves, but also our children. So thank you for our time together today. I know if if anyone is listening, I'm sure they are excited and perhaps wanting to reach out to you, especially since you said you're not one of those expensive firms and and that you offer all sorts of free educational seminars and things like that. I know you work with a ton of different churches and other nonprofits and organizations, as well as individuals and families. But what would be the best way for folks to circle back to you if they just want to tap into your genius and resources? Great question, Kelly. So we, I do have a website that I can send you. And if you wouldn't mind, you can, you're free to post that, but I have an email. So you can email me or you can call me. I'm pretty flexible and accessible. So Kelly, would you like me to provide that here or you'll send it out? 
I can actually, you know what, I'll put it in the show notes. How about that? And what I will ask everyone to do, so I will provide your website URL as well as an email to reach back to you if folks have questions. And, you know, for anyone that hears this information and is interested in just tapping into Raquel, just be sure to let her know that you heard her on the Boost podcast and just trust and know that you are in good hands. The key to all of this, I'm sure you would agree, Raquel, is just for folks to get started. Do something. Don't stay stagnant. Don't be uneducated. Get the education that you need and and start a plan. Just get on a path towards growth. Absolutely. So, Kelly, may I offer a solution to one of the suggestions I made earlier? Absolutely. Okay, awesome. So, you know, one of the things I said earlier was to get educated, right? And so, you know, we have, we live in a world where there's a jungle of information, but not much education, right? And and so one of the things that our company has done, and I think it's really an amazing thing, is about five years ago, we came out with a book called Saving Your Future. And that book is basically like a textbook explaining complex financial concepts in a very simple, friendly way. And then, you know, we realized that the book was great but not enough. And so about four years ago, we developed four financial workshops. And those workshops have been making such an incredible impact. In fact, you know, five years ago, we came up with a goal to educate a million people by the year 2020. And Kelly, in July 2020, we hit that goal. Wow. Yes. So July this year, we hit that goal. And um some of the ways that we were able to hit that goal is we've been able to share our uh, workshops that teach from budgeting to estate planning to college planning, retirement planning, insurances, investments, you know, what to do with your IRAs, you know, what kind of IRAs, different things, Medicare, Social Security, long-term care, you know, all these topics that nobody really is talking or educating people about. We teach them in our workshops, and we've taught those workshops at many different churches. As you know, we've taught them at, you know, people's homes. We've taught them at our office, and all we have over 300 financial centers all throughout the United States and Canada in which people pre-COVID would come in and we would teach these workshops. We've also taken them to different organizations, companies, Oracle, L'Oreal, We've taken it to many schools, including Harvard, and uh, my husband and I had the opportunity to teach our workshops over eight weeks at Columbia University in New York. And in 2018, we taught those workshops at the FBI, at the Washington Field Office, and also the Manassas Field Office. And they were so happy with the information that we shared, they invited us back to uh, become part of the 25th FBI Citizens Academy, which is a collaboration of you know local business owners who are making a difference in the community, doing good things for people. So it's a partnership between them and the FBI. And so this is really something very powerful. It's free of charge. Now, because of COVID, we've been forced to offer it online mm-hmm. daily. Usually we like the in-person, right? But right now it's all online. And I would love to offer, you know, your listeners to attend that 
free of charge at their convenience. Currently, we offer it two times a day, morning and evening, and they can start to get educated. They can attend these workshops, you know, two times, three times, and really start to understand. And for everybody that attends the workshop, um, if they contact me or my office, we will send them a copy, a free copy of the Saving Your Future book. And also along with the workshops, there is a workbook so that people are not just sitting watching a movie. And then after that, they're like, oh, I don't remember anything, right? right? We really want people to start to learn, Kelly. We want them to be able to apply these concepts in their everyday, you know, dealings. When they go to the grocery store, when they, you know, decide to apply for a credit card, when they apply for a loan, when they decide to pay off a credit card, when they buy a life insurance policy, when they invest money, you know, when they choose, you know, how they're going to care for their parents or their grandparents. So, you know, we are very serious about this goal. When we hit our goal in July, we set a new goal. And our new goal is to educate 30 million people by the year 2030. Wow. And we are on a movement. We are some motivated people and we just want to educate people. What they do with that education, we're not responsible for, though we are here to help them. But first, we want them to get educated. So I would love to offer that to your listeners so they can just reach out to me. I'm sure you're going to uh, share the contact information Absolutely. and they can reach out to me. I'd be more than happy to send them the information and then they can attend at their leisure. Excellent. Yes. So I will definitely include all that information in the show notes so folks can circle back and tap into all of that juicy content. So thank you so much, Raquel. This has been awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, Kelly. And, you know, thank you to you and Jerome for your love and your friendship. And, you know, what I love about this business is the way that we, you know, we started as a business relationship. But I think today we have evolved to be very good friends uh, in life and in Christ. And, you know, I really love that. And, um, you know, I think that's how we're going to be able to help a lot of people. So thank you, Kelly. Absolutely. Thank you. Well, that concludes this episode of the Boost Podcast. Thank you again for listening in. If you don't mind, if you could like, subscribe, or share the podcast with a friend, I would greatly appreciate it. For more information on anything Boost related, you can visit our website at www.kellytleonard.com. 